Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio. Located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. This is the Hagman Report, where truth can't be silenced. HagmanReport.com, that's HagmanReport.com. Two ends on Hagman, of course. Uh, there for all audio-video assets um, and uh, uh, print items, a little bit behind on that. HagmanStore.com, folks, I want to just want to tell you, I want to thank you very much for making this a bestseller um, in the dark of night. Now, when I say bestseller, of course, I'm not going to, you're not going to see it on any New York, Time, New York Times list. It's in 10 countries now, sold thousands of copies. It's available on Amazon, Kindle. And as well as HagmanStore.com. That's HagmanStore.com. Uh, if you want a uh, an autograph copy, there on your screen is the is the uh, Amazon uh, page. It's uh, running about 4.9 in terms of ratings, and you can read the reviews, uh, numerous reviews, and uh, people um, are liking it. So, I do ask that if you do, if you did read it, uh, drop by, leave an honest review. Um, you know, uh, rating and review, if that's possible, leave an honest one. So I'm going to just thank you for that. Um, and regardless if you bought it at the Hagman store or on Amazon. In, uh, real quick before I bring Stan Dale on, uh, folks, this is the only, uh, only this, this is the show for today. As you know, uh, both Eric the Tech and myself, we've been working with Russ Dizdar in field operations. Um, with the Patreon meeting last, last Sunday, I, I, uh, you, you folks, the, Patri- the, the members that were there, you understand what's going on. Those, I got a couple of emails from people who were not able to get on or missed it for whatever reason. Folks, please, I, I'm work, I'm, I'm, I'll see if I can do another one, um, but I don't want to conflict with any other uh, members' uh, meetings. Okay, so I'm going to see if I can do another one, maybe during the week. I don't know, so I'm working on with that. All right, um, uh, so those were the announcements. Yesterday, no show again because of, uh, because of the work we're doing and... Um, Please pray. Please pray for Russ, his team, uh, Craig Sawyer, his team. Uh, hey, if you got it, got any of to pray for us, that'd be great too. Uh, a lot of operations taking place, and uh, I'll be making some announcements. We do need some things, so I don't. I'm not going to say anything right now, but we do need. So okay. Uh, again, I don't want to belabor anything. So with that, Standale, Standale.com. That is Standale.com. Link in the program descri- description box for today. Um, also, EMP Shield, folks. If you haven't done so already, Stan's got a great product out there. Him and his team to protect against electromagnetic pulses, whether it's by the sun, whether it's by bad people, or you know, um, whatever. There it is, right there. EMPShield.com code promo code Hagman. That's EMPShield.com promo code Hagman for fifty dollars off multiple purchases, even more. And uh, there's one gentleman, for, um, uh, vet. I'm, I'll be working with you. Uh, I'm, I haven't forgotten about you. Okay. So just hang in there. All right. With that, Standale, standale.com. Follow us along on the show images page. Him and, him and, him and Holly are the best. I'm telling you, they've got the best uh, landing page there for all the current headlines, topics of the day. And uh, Stan, thank you. Here you go. Well, good to see you again. I know there's a lot going on in the background. Um, boy, just, just pick a spot in the news. It's chaos everywhere. As intended, right? As intended. Yeah, yeah. They they want to just confuse the uh, the public, uh, and they want to make communication sporadic. Uh, I'm looking down there at Cuba. What's happening there? And uh, wondering how long it's going to take before it happens here. I, I it's already happening here. You know the uh, the, the uh, text uh, blocking of text messages by the by big tech. I mean, it, you know. W- Communist regime, um, communism is here. Uh, this great reset's here, Stan. Um, and, and you know this chaos that you mentioned. Uh, all of this is all intertwined. So, brother, I'm not going to take any of your time. Go ahead. That's all right. Well, but in when you need to, because it's a discussion. It's not a lecture. Um, yeah. yeah. I got a an email this week from one of the lads that I uh, met uh, down in Tanzania there at the Ngoro Crater. He works for the government there. And uh, we were talking about the uh, the new president they've got down there. Um, what's her name? Uh, Samia Suluhu Hassan, uh, definitely a a Muslim lady. Um, in 
in Tanzania, about two thirds of the of the country are Christian, and about a little over one third are Muslim. Now, why is this important? Well, countries all around Tanzania are run by uh, Arab Muslims. There are Muslim states, and they are armed, and they are constantly threatening to come in and militarily take over Tanzania. And now they've got a prime minister who is one of their crowd. I'm concerned that we will we will lose Tanzania, a Christian foothold in Northeast Africa, to these people. Um, Holly shared an article with me. Uh, if you're looking at our show images page on slide 53, Eric, um, it shows. If you click on the picture, there's an article and a picture both. But if you click on the picture, you'll see um, three presidents: one for Haiti, one for Tanzania, and one for Burundi. And in Tanzania, the former president was John Magafuli. And he was a very strong Christian man. And of course, uh, did everything he could to keep uh, Tanzania out of the hands of the Islamists on all the borders. Uh, but these three presidents here, have all they're all representing countries that did not let the vaccine come into their country. And strangely, one way or another, heart attack, a car wreck or you know, shot or whatever, these guys have all been killed in the last few months. And the only yeah. say again, and young. yeah, and, and they're young, they're not really that uh, old. I mean, Magafuli was you know, in his early 60s, in 61, 53, and 55. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love you, Holly. Yeah. Hi, 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 I love you. Love you back. All right. Um, and so the, the article under the picture uh, takes you to the, the discussion on this, but it's worth reading because it is, it is strange that they're trying to get the whole world under this vaccine, you know, whether it be, you know, Johnson, Johnson or this or that, or, you know, even the Nova vaccine coming out, which doesn't modify the RNA or anything like that. You got to wonder what's in these vaccines is it the graphene compound, you know, compounds in it? Um, you know, uh, graphene has, uh, it, re it responds to radio frequency broadcasts, uh, and it may actually have magnetic properties in the form it's in there. Um, this, this just kind of underscores the fact that this whole COVID-19 thing is a way to gain absolute utter control over the people of the planet, not just us. It's everywhere. And I'm, I'm very uh, frightened for my friends there in Tanzania, my Christian friends. Um, you know, there's not much they can do. Uh, they don't have a lot of weapons. They do have some that have been smuggled in, but to defend themselves against the encroaching, you know, Islamic terrorists on all borders. I just, yeah. yeah that's, anyway. that's uh, we, we need to pray because what else can we do? you know, for our Christian brothers and sisters. There. Well, that's, that's pretty strong. I mean, that's, you know, prayer properly done is very strong because what is it, you know, he is within us is greater than that without. And uh, that's, uh, that's encouraging. You're, you're hooked into the armory up there of heaven. And uh, it's strange weapons maybe, but they are very effective. We want to hold yeah. back the evil in this world as long as we can. And, you know, I've said over the past few months on the show that, uh, including with the hope, he said that we're headed for a civil war in this country. But it's not a north against south. It's, uh, you know, white against black or, you know, tan against uh, white or tan against black and uh, Muslim against Christian and Jew and uh, poverty against the rich. I mean, it's so multifaceted that you don't know who the good guys are, who That's you right. side with. Yeah. Your neighbor may be a surprise to you when he comes up to your door and you're in trouble, um, you know, because he knows that, say, you've been storing food and water for emergencies. He's going to turn you in to get his cut of your, your stores. Yes. I mean, this is on the cards right now. Uh, yeah. And just knock on your door, ring your phone and tell you, OK, we're coming to give you a shot. I mean, we've already got one of those phone calls. Holly took it. This is madness. You know, they, they've got our names and numbers and the fact that we haven't been inoculated yet and they're coming to see us. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've read it. And, and look, I don't know how many how much of this is true. I mean, I, it, people react differently. But uh, there are a whole lot of Internet muscles out there. Okay, you know, oh, let them come to my door. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> get, yeah they want to inject me, I'll give them lead. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, however, I'm sure there are going to be reactions like that. And, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't want to be the uh, door knocker. I'll tell you that. You know, it's, I understand the, the, the emotion behind such actions. You know, they're saying, um, it certainly ran through my mind until I looked at it logically, but uh, we cannot just submit. We'll have to, to resist somehow. And it may end up in, in, you know, you're getting shot or whatever, but understand that being shot, you die pretty quickly and uh, you're with the Lord, or at least sleeping and waiting for him to, to wake you up. Uh, having been out of my body, having, you know, had the near-death experience, I can guarantee you leaving the body is not a frightful thing. It's a peaceful thing. And so if you have to go that way, don't panic, don't worry. Just take it easy and uh, go to be with the Lord. Well, that's, you know, yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. Uh, reassuring. It, it is reassuring. And, you know, we, as Christians, and, and folks, if you don't know uh, the Lord, I mean, it's at this point, I don't know what else to say except, um, you, you know, become, and it sounds like so trite, become saved, you know, become, um, become saved. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Well, they don't, a lot of people out there, Doug, don't realize that this is a war that started in the heavens and is ongoing and that there's good guys and bad guys. And in our opinion, the good guy is, uh, you know, Joshua, uh, Yeshua, Jesus, the son of the creator, who is putting down the one third of the people that followed Satan in a, a revolution, a rebellion against uh, God. And the reason to be saved means join, you know, Jesus' team. Yeah, enjoy the, the fullness of the Holy Spirit. He gets inside of you and communicates to you in this world and protects you and provides your, your needs. Um, we're going to see things, we're already seeing things in, in weapons and, and, and uh, pandemics that we can't defend ourselves again. But Jesus says, look, sign on with me, follow me, trust me, and I will take care of your needs of the body and the spirit and the soul. And um, having seen outside the body and what happens out there, I believe him, uh, you know, and I want to be on his team. And I say that every day. So does Holly several times a day. Lord, we're looking up for you to come get us one way or another. And uh, this is what saved is about. It's saved from eternal, you know, burning and death and, and being cut off from God who, who orders things and brings beauty and harmony to the universe that he's created. Anyway, that's, I know it sounds kind of strange to people that aren't Christians. Say you, you need to be saved. Well, saved from what? And that's exactly. what we're trying to talk about. It's, it's the what you're being saved from. A, a, a total global civil war on many fronts and an invasion by Satan and his minions posing as you know, friendly aliens in space or something like that. You need to be protected from the deception that is upon the earth this year sometime. It has been building up to this. And I'm pretty sure this year is when they're going to make a full-fledged announcement of the presence of the alien you know, saviors, uh, as they call themselves. Maybe we won't be here as Christians to see that. Maybe we'll already be gone. There's conversations either way in the people studying the Bible, but yeah. we're there. But this is what you need to be saved from is this imposter thing that's going to come upon us. Yes. Anyway. Yes. And uh, th thank you for that. And folks, I mean, th th that's the bottom line, I suppose. Um, that is the bottom line. And, and, you know, the evil is so pervasive. The people who are the purveyors of evil are so um, in your face. And, and, and you know, it's it's funny, Stan. They laugh at They're laughing at us. Um, they're, they're laughing at the people who, you know, there's so much deception already. There's so much uh, evil already. And it's really hard to fathom. I mean, I've seen some things in the last... Uh, I, I just... I can't even, you, you, you thought I was incoherent before, folks. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm doubling down. All right, yeah. anyway, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you and I both have talked offline about how dark and confusing it all is. And it's, we're on the front lines fighting with a lot of other Christian evangelists that are out there saying to people, this is what you need to do. Here's what's coming. But it, we're human, and it does weigh on us. I mean, it weighs on Holly 
I know six days that we're doing all this bad news. And so we look for, you know, an hour here, two hours there to just escape from things, you know, whether it's a walk outside in the back in the cool of the day or watching a, some mindless TV show or something because the pressure is so great for us, you know, mentally. Anyway. And people, you know, and, and a lot of people are in that position, maybe not on the front lines, but they still feel that oppression, oppressiveness. And I would urge you to do the same. I mean, enjoy God's creation. Enjoy your your, your puppy dog. Uh, that's what mm -hmm. I do. Uh, enjoy the, the smell of a rose, of, of a flower, uh, of the beautiful of the beauty of God's creation. But 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 you know, unplug for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you guys do that. And I know Holly does. That. Holly deserves because she gets up like at four in the morning and or three in the morning and just just wow. She, she's a she's a machine in terms of putting stuff up there. So go ahead. Yeah, I know. She uh, she's turned our property into a very beautiful thing with the trees and flowers and roses and, uh, you know, uh, little violets and things. Uh, and with the birds, uh, she's been putting out bird seed, you know, for months now. And we've got a collection of uh, quail. We call them scurry hurries because their legs go over like a roadrunner, you know, when they're running through the, the bush out there. And uh, we've got lots of sparrows, sparrow babies, uh, hookbills. Uh, uh, doves, oh doves! We've got probably thirty-two that sit on the fence out there around feeding time, and it's fun to watch them. Uh, yesterday we watched a couple of the uh, uh, of the quail, uh, you know, the husband and wife of the quail family there, and they had about nine little furry balls about that big that had legs on them that looked like you know very thin wire, and it was a new batch, you know, that they just hatched, and we hadn't seen a batch in a couple of years, but boy, they. They were out there following mom and dad through the, the weeds. You see these little fur balls kind of running along, and occasionally you'll see the legs, you know, running around in circles like that to drive them. But it's fun, and it's beautiful. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, daily we go out there several times to see what's going on and to run off a squirrel that's trying to eat the seed for the birds. But it's fun. It's, uh, it's relaxing, and it's a beautiful house and garden here that she's uh, prepared for us and, uh, and repaired occasionally. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's one of the things that we do to just walk away from it for just a bit. Uh, we all are on the front line and seeing what people need to see that haven't been following the news. People haven't been watching Fox Nation or, or reading conservative news sources. I wonder what their life is like. I mean, they laugh at us as, as preppers, as those uh, mindless, you know, stupid Christians and, and uh, Jewish folk, you know, you're, you're, you don't think in the real world. They're, they're thinking that we're just deluded or something. And uh, how, how do they see the world? I mean, it's just <laughs> through point. eyes of deception. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it, it, you bring up a good point. Uh, I, by, by necessity, I watch, for example, MSNBC. Um, or, yeah. or you know various networks again just to keep my eye on what the enemy is saying and uh, I, I, I don't even know how to you know if I if I woke up like from a 20 year coma um, well that's not even I just don't know how they justify what they say and what they report how they report it and the context in which they deliver it to people and the people believe it how in the hell is that even possible sir I, I don't know I mean how can you spin, you know, the border crisis into, oh, it's a good thing? I mean, you know, how can you spin what's happening in Afghanistan's withdrawing as a good thing? How can you look at $7 trillion worth of minus, you know, bills and things as a good thing? Because it comes out of your pocket and your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren's pocket if, if the country lasts that long. But how, how do they ignore all this? I mean... <sighs> You know, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And you got people that uh, I just oh, I just canceled. Uh, uh, I just canceled the doctor's appointment uh, uh, with a specialist because you know I was warned that you know, I need a uh, mask, and I said, "Bite me! It ain't happening." Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, say what you mean, Doug. Now say what you mean. I just did. You know, I mean, I'm not. I, <laughs> Okay, so you're telling me that that this this piece of cloth is going to stop, uh, 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 you know? No, no, no. If that's what you're telling me, then I, I, I'm certainly not going to put my faith in you for something else. So, all right. Anyway, yeah, I know it's just bad. <sighs> all right, let's look at some other things here before I get too carried away here. Um, on the show images page, uh, slide 54 at the top there, Eric. Um, 
looks at an article by the American Thinker about uh, Chairman Xi in, in China in a speech he just made. And it is, it is rather frightening because it's a, a rebirth of the Nazi concept of World War II. Here, uh, he says, um, it was frightening enough that uh, Xi threatened foreign forces. He'd crack their heads and spill their blood. Worse was that in that paragraph, after key paragraph, he pushed the same buttons that Hitler pushed in his speech in 1937 through 1939 on the fourth anniversary of his Nazi dictatorship. Just talking about Z. Um, all the same evils are there. They appeal to race, the paranoia, the inflammatory poking of a mortified national pride, the fake appeals for peace, and gory threats of blood. That sound of a whiner grown big and now scary daring himself to fight. Well. The article goes on, but basically it's telling you we're looking at a new Hitler in Chairman Xi in the Communist Party there. And for the life of me, speaking of communism, you know, you and I were raised uh, with an understanding of what's happening in Cuba and, and, you know, the communism and the threat for it and socialism being the gateway to it. And somehow or another, our children, you know, our educational system has been totally upside down you know, by, by socialists and communists who have been trained as teachers and have formulated what our young people are seeing and understanding and they they are not taught about what socialism is really like what it means what you don't own the state owns everything you get to communism it's a dictatorship and you have no voice you you're just a puppet and they don't realize when they support the communist movements you know socialist movements within this country and other countries what they're doing you know i was in the military in the vietnam era era and people spat on our returning soldiers and thought we were disgusting. But what was really happening was it was an effort to keep the communist encroachment out of Vietnam and, and going further into the Philippines as a pincer movement, gradually moving around the United States, surrounding us the communist nations. It was a, a necessary move, even though it failed uh, to a degree. But, you know, you talk to kids about it today and it, it, you're talking to a blank face. They just... Don't have any idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. hmm. we've often said here, you know, Holly's dad and I were both in the military and officers in the military. And they, if they were alive today, uh, if they didn't die of apoplexy, you know, like a shock, they would throw something through the TV sets and tear up the newspapers because what they're seeing, just absolute madness. We're committing suicide as a country. Anyway, all right. Yeah, the, the uh, woke military. I mean, what 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 the left is doing to our military? I just I oh, oh man, again, incoherent. I just I the policy is incoherent as well. Um, yeah. So, all right, now, Eric. I'm going to slide forty nine uh, in the second row there about both China and Russia which is also space weaponry capable of knocking out our satellites, are seeking legally binding agreements to limit the United States from developing space defenses. They want to get uh, into the letter of the law because the United States will always honor its treaties. As a democratic nation, we always do that, said Admiral Bernacci. Now, the thing is, they're right. Any legal agreements and treaties between us, you know, the Americans, and Russia and China are useless because and with Iran because they do not honor the treaty. They know that we're good guys and 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 we'll try to honor these agreements because we have honor, but they don't. And people don't realize that. I mean, you know, if if an Islamic nation makes a treaty with you in the Islam religion, there is uh, uh, like they're like several surahs that say you can lie and cheat the enemy to to get you know Islam. Uh, further into the, the country you're in. Uh, it's, if you're dealing with a country that's authorized to lie by their religion, how can you trust a treaty with them? We're in deep, deep trouble, guys. <sighs> yeah, the um, infiltration by the Chinese Communist Party and by the Chinese Communists um, in our government is astounding. It, it's almost as if, and I heard this on a different program, it's almost as if Biden, his you know regime, uh, human resources is, is really the Communist Chinese Party, okay? In other words, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. The appointments uh, that are being made, um, yeah, and when you look at it through the lens that you've been speaking of, you know, through the Hopi uh, as well, through the Hopi prophecy, um, when, when you've been, and when you look at it through that lens, 
it, it all kind of makes sense to the extent that we are vulnerable. Once we are weakened from within, we're vulnerable from without. And boy, I'll tell you, it's uh, that doesn't even address the the threat from. Uh, um, uh, I don't want to. Well, I'll just say super soldiers in, in the, the um, in dreaded air quotes uh, that that uh, exist within our within our venue within our period or area. So anyway, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I was watching Fox News. You know, um, I forget which one of the the news broadcast, but it was earlier today, and uh, they were talking about the state of our navy, and you know, it is definitely not up to snuff. It it, it cannot. Uh, defend the United States. It has been run down in many areas. And last year when they had that fire aboard one of the aircraft carriers here in, in uh, California, it destroyed the aircraft carrier. And it was probably, you know, someone had said it purposely. It was intentional burning of that uh, carrier. But last week on the show, uh, I, I talked about the new Russian subs and the Chinese subs. There's a, a little thing at the back of the submarines. It comes up and it has a hole in the middle, like a tube. And I have no idea what that's for. It's a new addition to their arsenal and to the shape of their submarines. But we are so far behind what China is doing and Russia is doing in their military and their armament that, you know, it's really false security for people to say, oh, uh, we're Americans, you know, we're cool. We can defeat any, any foe and all that kind of stuff. That's just that's just crazy. We're not. We're at threat. And if it were only one nation against us like China, that's enough. Or, or, or Russia, but to have both of them and Iran and North Korea, we are facing incredible odds. Uh, you know, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think, uh, Stan, in talking about this, I know that there's there have been or there are pushes right now, although we're not hearing too much about them, but they're behind the scenes pushes to uh, <clears throat> disarm the American public. Do you think um, the fact that this hasn't happened already, uh, or the fact that we are armed, has protected us, has, has allowed us not to be attacked from, you know, other nations? Given the fact that we, the oceans really don't protect us anymore. You know, I mean, it's uh, mm. so. Yeah, that has held back the enemy. I mean, because, you know, Americans have been known to be independent and fiercely defensive of their rights and their home and property, and, and, and we're armed and know how to use them. Uh, that means that they are faced with two ways to come at us, at least two ways. One is uh, EMP attacks on our power system to totally, you know, weaken us as far as communications in, in the country. And um, nuclear attacks on our major cities, which just burns away you know, us as enemies, that we're gone. But that pollutes the environment here for what they want to come in and loot. And then they can come by subversion, make civil war, and they'll have their their operatives in you know the civil war leadership on the you know the, the evil side, if you wish, and and on the good side as well. But you know, like infiltrating us with fifth columnists, they now have that that way to, to 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 defeat us but it still means that they're gonna to have to go door to door and you know take each house uh if they want to you know keep what's in the house or the people there and it's like we've been doing in iraq and, and uh, you know in the middle east uh, door knocking and going in with a grenade and shotgun or whatever and, and killing the occupants of the house or getting them out or whatever uh we've got a lot of houses and darn near every one of them is armed so that does tell you that ground forces coming in are going to have their problem Unless you get rid of communications, you know, an EMP uh, bomb up the top, you know, up 240 miles or whatever. And also, if you hit key military installations like, you know, missile uh, launching systems and Space Command and Washington, the head of the government, that kind of stuff. They've got problems. And the arms that we carry make it difficult for them to completely control everything overnight. They're going to have to send troops in and lose troops as they come in to get us. And that's, you're, you're right. That's why they've been slow to come in is because we're armed and ready to defend ourselves at a grassroots level. Right. So they'll have to come in above that and then work their way down to us. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, yeah. And when, when you start thinking about these events and these possibilities in totality, it's pretty doggone uh, frightening, you know, uh, or it's, it, it's um, really messes or it can really it's 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 a it's a big thing to think about, but it can it, yeah. yeah but 
we're ripe for the picking, and that's that's for sure. With the exception, as you said, the uh, the blowback from the ground forces, the uh, Second Amendment loving people of the United States. So, all right. All right, slide 51, Eric, over to Israel. The new president uh, of Israel, not the prime minister, but the president, um, what is he, He's Isaac Herzog. Um, he says, uh, Israel calls on the world to mobilize against Iran. Um, in the article there, they're getting world leaders, saying world leaders, come help us to stop Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons. Well, now, of course, Israel is it definitely personally affects every Israeli there because if the Iranians use nukes in Israel, there's basically no defense unless something like Iron Dome and uh, uh, some other defensive measures they have can stop a nuclear bomb coming in and destroying Jerusalem or Tel Aviv or Haifa or whatever. Um, and so he's saying, please help me. And uh, at the United Nations level, please help us to stop the spread of nuclear weapons uh, in Iran. Um, and this just underscores the clear and present danger that Israel is in and the United States, because historically, even though we've got, uh, you know, a left wing occupant in the White House, uh, historically, uh, Israel has depended on the United States for weapons supply and maintenance and uh, defense. Otherwise, you know, in the Mediterranean and uh, in, inland uh, against Iran and other bad actors in the Middle East. Um, it's so close that Israel is going to have to use its kind of not so public arsenal of nuclear devices to attack the nuclear installations in Iran and also where they have them in Saudi, sorry, in uh, Syria, because uh, Iran is in there taking a position to go through the Golan Heights. So this is a very clear and present cry for help by the incoming, you know, um, president of Israel. Uh, and when, when the left starts telling you they, they need help over there, you know it's serious. It's coming. Wow. And, and the uh, previous administrations or regimes, plural, here in America, really allowed for this to take place. Um, especially Biden right now. Um, uh, but that's not what you see on the news, okay? You, you see a Biden that uh, supposedly kneeling before the Israeli prime minister, which, uh, you know, take it, take it out of contact. It's, it's, just, it's just amazing what, what our foreign policy has done in the Middle East. So you're right. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I saw an article, well, it's in slide 50, Eric, about uh, Israelis have what's called a ghost unit. And the Israeli Defense Forces have been uh, programming their drones, you know, these little uh, handheld drones, you can see it there in a the picture, and it swarms. In other words, they have drones that are not acting independently, they're part of a swarm that, that act as a, a single entity, but they're everywhere looking at missile launch sites and stuff like that. And um, they've actually programmed artificial intelligence into these things so they can think autonomously when they're out there looking for bad guys on the ground, getting the GPS location of these, these sites, sending it back to the Israeli armament uh, units to take them out. Um, and I, you know, I, that's one great use of artificial intelligence, limited, mind you, to that kind of operation. But still, Israel is doing everything it can to stay at cutting-edge technology because they're being attacked or being threatened by cutting-edge artificial intelligence and technology. I wonder sometimes, Doug, uh, who runs the computer models that they use in the White House and in Congress and uh, various other places to model the effects of, say, raising gas prices on the, the economy? Because that model has to have nearly 100 variables in it to see how it affects buying trends, how it affects our defense posture. And it's not like the old days where a president could come out and say, okay, tomorrow we're going to you know, put a levy on red shoes. Uh, you know, you can do that. And uh, red shoes, it'd be just on that and not a big deal. But everything is so interlocked, interdependent in our economy and in the world economy that you need artificial intelligence, you know, smart computers to help you. And so I wondered if the, the new world government uh, this beast thing, if it's going to be a super intelligent, artificial intelligent computer that the world countries will turn their you know, authority over to, to 
control war, the spread of war and food and famine. And, you know, when you get an AI, artificial intelligence, you have a problem to start with when you start letting it run your life, all aspects of your life. Because whoever the programmers were, not just one of this artificial intelligence, they told it to do to react in certain ways to certain conditions. But it also has the ability to modify its programming to act a different way. And uh, if you had uh, a Jew and a Christian and an Arab programmer all trying to put these value decisions into your AI, it's going to make mistakes. It's going to get confused because they're putting human characteristics into it by these various um, programmers and their their mores, their 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 moral code. That's anyway. a good point. I, I mean, folks, think about that. The, the, what you said is pretty profound. Um, uh, inputting information based on one's own ideology, with that with that bias, even if it's um, uh, subliminal. To I, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but uh, that's a good point. Um, wow. Hmm. And you just made me think a little piece of trivia for those people out there. Gas prices in 1974. Uh, you want to guess how much they were? Forty uh, a gallon of gas was 43 cents in 1974. Just a little piece of trivia. All right. All right. Um, now on uh, slide uh, 38, I think that's one. Yeah, water wars. Now this, you know, we've got scarcity of food and water already because of the drought and uh, various political activities and, and taxation and whatever. But if you click on the text of that article, um, it's talking about the government in California and Oregon are deliberately depriving farmers access to you know, the water they need for their crops. Uh, even though the crop resources are already readily available, we can't get it because of legislation in California and Oregon stopping it. I mean, I think it's in California. They're dumping fresh water into the sea from one lake, which we could use for you know, crop irrigation and other things like that. Um, this article here is from Natural News, and it says the destruction of farming is all part of the larger plan to destroy American usher in a global tyranny. We've been the breadbasket of the world for generations, you know, and well, two or three generations anyway. Uh, and all part of the communist effort to destroy us and to form a world dictatorship is, you know, we've got to break America. We've got to break the food chain. We've got to break the water dependence. We've got to break their power distribution. We've got to break their, you know, their their morale. And by golly, it, it, whether you're believing what's happening now as part of prophecy or not, I'm sure that the morale in a lot of places where riots are going on and stores are being looted, the morale must be very low in those people who aren't part of that but are wondering what's happening. Um, mm. Just... And in, in that uh, that spurious document from World War II, uh, the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion, mm -hmm. in there toward the last, the heading for a world government, a king of the world, they say, we must drive the people of the nations to the point that they all lose faith in their established governments and are looking for an answer somewhere else. And that's where we are. All these things are driving us to that point, unless you're aware of what's happening. And there aren't enough of us to really stop it. Again, a, a very profound statement and point made. Um, when you look at, again, you, you've got to look at things through certain lenses. And yes, um, wow. And it, 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 that Water Wars uh, um, article just uh, um, also, you know, to, to pits the farmer against the state government. So you're, you're yeah. you know, okay, so this is multifaceted. You're right. Right. Oh. Yeah, and that's you know governments and politics. Um, the other things with the weather and our climate. I mean, slide forty-three just shows you today's earthquake swarm over in the California Nevada border shows seven hundred and sixty-six earthquakes. You know, aftershocks of a, a six point one and a five point something in that area. It's in an area that does have a fault line running through it, but not a major one. And I don't know why uh, this, you know, is happening there. I, I can't find an excuse for it unless it's part of the breakup of the Western plate. That's okay. That's earthquake stuff. You should be watching yourself every day. And in slide 41, the solar magnetic fields. 
you can see the dark area in the lower part of the image, uh, either left or right. But that is where magnetic lines of force are coming out, showing energy is pouring out of that. And we just had, um, probably 36 hours ago, a release of a solar filament out of that, which will probably clip us and hurt some of our communications yesterday and today. It's an overlap of the two days. Um, and so I encourage people again, every day to look at uh, Solar Dynamics Observatory at NASA and uh, the sun today dot now, uh, dot com, sorry, um, to keep up with what's happening on the sun. Because if we see a lot of these uh, eruptive spots, active regions on the sun pointing our direction, you know, Earth uh, active or Earth directed, it uh, could be a time when we're going to see that uh, that modern 1859, you know, Carrington event throwing a big EMP pulse at the planet. And, uh, you know, another reason to have your EMP shields there in place uh, to defend, you know, uh, not only the power supply of your house, but your uh, your your um, your electronic materials inside or, uh, you know, objects inside the house, like freezers and and uh, in some cases stoves, but, you know, radios to see what's happening if there is radio broadcast. Now, in slide 42, right next to that, uh, there's a report just released on the fact that the earth is keeping more of the heat it's getting from the sun than it used to 15 years ago. Uh, you might think that's not a big deal, but when the planet starts to heat up like this, it's going to affect the, the climate you know, severely. Um, cooling or heating either one in excess is going to cause problems. But if you go to that article, you'll see that it's uh, that the, uh, the heat that we're retaining is up to about, um, it's it's increased by about a half a watt per meter or up to about one watt, which means that it's doubled what it was 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can have a read of that article there and see how that's affecting us. And that's out of our control. I mean, that's in God's domain that. Right. All right. Yeah. And uh, all right. Uh, mm, ah, here's one that is slide 44 that I, I really paid attention to because like a lot of older folks, we, or even you know, war vets and things, you, know, you have damages to nerves, which make your fingers, you know, your toes and feet and stuff be numb. Right. You know, I have that. and uh, But now then they have a, a breakthrough in Israel where they can put a little chip sensor into the area that has got damaged nerves. And somehow or another, dead nerves and starts to spread the, the message to other nerves that are working. So in essence, you get feeling again in your feet and fingertips and you know, parts of your body that are, are numb, you know, where the, the, the nerve damage has occurred. And it's just a very tiny little thing. And I'm just so impressed. Israel does so many, you know, cutting edge developments in medical uh, technology. It's just to help people. And uh, they call this a triboelectric nano generator. Uh, it's a sensor, but um, uh, travel electrics is where it produces electric flow from um, uh, usually from electromagnetic radiation, but you squeeze it, you squeeze the travel electrics stuff and it generates power. And uh, this is, you know, when I say you squeeze it, you're, you get vibrations from radio from the body and everywhere else. And these little generators that are powering this uh, are fed by this tribal electricity. You look up tribal electricity in Google uh, on uh, like a wiki or something and see, uh, see about it, see what it does. Uh, we've looked at this for, for use in a modified uh, uh, Tesla and Moray type device to get energy out of the atmosphere. This tribal electricity is, is very much a buzzword in medicine and physics now. Okay. And, and for those listening, um, it is T-R-I-B like boy, tribo electri right. electric nano generator, or the acronym is T-E-N-G. That's TENG, T-E-N-G. So, very right. good. Right. Um, slide 37, back on the, uh, the threat of uh, nuclear war and things here. Um, the, it's, a, it's a video interview, and... Uh, they're, they're interviewing, uh, let's see, what a J.R. Nyquist, okay? What's really happening? And, oops, let me turn him off. And they're talking about how, how China is planning in a matter of months now, you know, between now and the end of the year, to launch an attack on America. Uh, it's a very um, uh, interesting uh, video. The, 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 the printout of it, I think, is down beneath, beneath it, where it says, uh, you know, show more. And it says, China may initiate a war to prevent unrest among its own people. 
um, you know, they're having their problems with the environment as well. And uh, with some people not wanting to be communist any longer. And uh, so they've got to control their own masses. And one way to do it is to start a war. You know, in a time of war, it's supposed to unify your population against the enemy, whoever that is. And so this is a show or a, a video on uh, YouTube, or Brightian, sorry, which Mike Adams, the, uh, you know, the uh, prep guy, he is interviewing this guy, J.R. Nyquist. So it's a good thing to read that and see how close the event, the attacks are on us and what the reasons are. Right. It's a very, you know, kind of logical uh, approach to analyzing the, the signs of this. Uh, and, and, right. I, and I do, now, everything that you talked about, just real now, briefly. Now, now. Oh, here's uh, the cosmic hoax at slide 45. Now, uh, this is a, a video done, uh, you know, by Dr. Greer that I, you know, I don't always agree with how he handles the approach to the UFO situation and the alien presence. But in the thing, it says we do not know what the uh, UFOs or UAPs, they call them now, are. Uh, but we really do, he says. And humans cannot make craft that committed or like this. And then he says, we can and we do. I know that for a fact because I worked on the projects to build these anti-gravity craft down in Australia. And he says, the UFOs are a threat. And he's saying they are not. You know, they're, they're going to be friendly. And that's why I disagree with some of, of Greer's stuff. But um, he's leading people to think that the uh, UFOs coming and are present have been here for generations and that they're the good guys. They're from God and they, they uh, don't mean us any harm or, or from other planets, planetary associations or whatever. So I would encourage you to have a look at that video and carefully because, you know, although I agree with some of the, the conclusions that they draw there and the reasons, um, beware of the great deception of the first uh, lot of aliens, you know, off the planet beings arriving. They are not our friends. And they will, one group will take over the other group, like the, the little graves and stuff that abduct people and do all that kind of stuff. And they will, you know, the ones that get rid of them will appear to be the good guys, you know, the savior, messiahs coming from space, whatever. They'll get rid of the Illuminati and that kind of stuff. So just beware that when you read this or watch this video that uh, some of the things are correct, but the deduction in, in uh, line three there where they are not a threat is incorrect. Um, God will come with his angels and he will overthrow, you know, Satan at the, the end of the tribulation period. And he does have his own craft that appear in our world. But the trick is to not be fooled by Satan and the first group that come in to save us from ourselves and from alien critters that, you know, abduct us and do things. So watch that cosmic hoax and see uh, what close, he has to say. There's some good points in there. How close are we to Something that I would have made myself, I think, you know, so. Stan, I don't know if you can hear me. Okay. Um, another no, thing in, okay. the, in the climate, uh, something I wasn't aware of really, is that the, the moon has a, a long-term periodic wobble. You know, it moves in its orbit a bit. And they're saying that this wobble may cause record flooding on the planet in the 2030s. Um, the, uh, the map that you see there shows uh, sea levels that are 10 to 15 centimeters. Uh, that's probably uh, half to three quarters of an inch higher than normal. And that's from the NASA Earth Observatory there. Um, these rising sea levels affect weather, affect currents, fishing, food, drought, everything. If you look at that, you can see that this is affecting not only the Pacific Ocean, uh, but the Atlantic, and I assume it's affecting the uh, Indian Ocean as well. Um, flooding, you wouldn't th think about it, but it's like tidal raising of ocean levels uh, that last for, you know, days. Um, you know, it, Every day, you know, uh, with the position of the moon, that new wobble point would be raising tides much over what we're getting now. Don't know how much, but they are concerned that it will affect our coastal areas where, you know, what, 80%, 90% of the population of the world live close to the sea, close to uh, trade and close to fishing and things like that. So living on the coastal areas, not a good idea, folks. Not a good idea at all. Uh, okay, and you can see in slide 48 that we've got wildfires that are going crazy in 
um, California. Uh, I just, they've had such woeful leadership, if you want to call it that, uh, in California that they haven't uh, done, you know, burn off of the, the growth underneath the trees in the forest. They haven't preserved their water well, you know, are well meaning good. And, and they're paying for this. And I suppose that one day soon, the San Andreas and other fault lines around it will go ahead and release and we'll see California broken up into a series of islands and the, a lot of the city areas and coastal areas will be flooded and beneath the water level. I watched these earthquakes down in southeast uh, California, right close to the Mexican border, like a hawk, because those areas are very thin and their collapse would cause the San Andreas to release, you know, the earthquakes north of there all the way to the Juan uh, de Fuca plate, in my opinion, in my opinion. I have to say that. Anyway, wow. let me see if I forgot any of the major points today. Uh, we're good there. We're good there. Good. Anything else you'd like to say? You're going to have to turn your stand. You're going to have to, t- can you hear me? Your voice is gone. Right. Because you turn off your, yeah. you turn off your ears. Um, Let's see if I can do this to you. You hit that button. Okay. You hit that button. Do what now? Okay. Let me see here. Uh, can you hear me now? Testing one, two. Can you hear me now? I can Raise hear you. Like that. Do I, you, if you can hear me. I can hear you. You can hear yes. me? Yes. I can't hear you at all. Right. Because you, you knocked off your sound. Let's see. How can I put this? I don't read lips too good. I know. Um... <laughs> Eric What's happened? Okay. Well, why can't I hear Can you? You sent him a message. There. Okay. Uh, now. Yeah. On Skype. Yeah. Okay. Were you hearing me talk? But I just wouldn't hear you. I guess. There you go. Yes. Right. Okay. I remember what I did here. I, I pushed the mute on the on the local microphone. There you go. That's right. Because now, we can, had some feedback or something. Can you hear me now? Sorry about that, guys. Is this thing on? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. No, you know, uh, I, uh, no, I was amazed and I really didn't need to say anything. Um, the, the only question I had was, uh, the one thing, I, the Mike Adams interview with, uh, Jared Nyquist, you know, um, we've been hearing about this potential invasion now for quite a while. Um, do you feel, um, is it your feeling? I mean, it, I, I know no one really has got a crystal ball, but is it in your gut that it's going to be happen sooner rather than later? Do you think? Or oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Look, um, everything that the left the, the groups that occupy the White House and uh, are temporarily our government, everything they're doing is so weakening and so rapidly weakening the United States' defensive posture and uh, the will of people to resist, even that is a perfect time to invade us. Uh, when we're having our own internal problems, uh, it means that support will be fragmented, not organized against you know a Chinese invasion. But China's not gonna do it alone. I mean, uh, North Korea will probably help them with launching some uh, short range missiles into the West Coast and into Hawaii. Um, Russia will come in from the Atlantic, North Atlantic over there and hitting Washington and places like that. And yes, uh, when our defenses are down, when we're divided as a nation, you know, opinion-wise, and our government is certainly under attack from within. I mean, Biden and his cronies there uh, have just opened the doors to allowing fifth columnists, you know, agents of terrorists to come in from the southern border. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be sooner than later. We can't go on much longer without people starting to shoot each other over you know, terrorist infiltrations in their homes and, uh, you know, over shortage of fuel and food, uh, you know, because of drought and various other political things. Our U.S. dollar value is dropping. The world economy is at threat. So uh, how long can this last? I, boy, yeah. what's the human tolerance like? I mean, it, it's it's got to be close. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Sadly, that's that's about right. Well, Stan, we got about five minutes left, about four and a half minutes. So, you know, you, you, oh, take, okay. you take whatever you need there. All righty, all righty. I want to uh, just go to, okay, I've been negotiating, well, not negotiating, but informing the Saudi Arabian government and the Department of Tourism what a great and wonderful thing it would be if they realized that my argument for Atlantis being them, you know, the Saudi uh, and uh, uh, Oman and all those are all part of the Atlantean culture, 
if they didn't promote that and allow tourism to come in because Mohammed bin Salman is, you know, Prince bin Salman is pushing a move away from depending on oil income for their income, for the, for the national income. Uh, this is also evidenced by the, uh, the IPO he put out uh, for Aramco there on Damam Island. He, he put out this, well, it's not an island now, but it was, uh, on the, the Aramco site there. Why is he giving away some of their pet treasures, you know, and doing an IPO? It's because either and or either his uh, supply of oil is dwindling there in Saudi Arabia or the use of it is starting to drop off um, or it's becoming too expensive. Uh, you know, there are a number of reasons that he's building Neom, that great new Wonder Bar city on the southwest uh, portion of Saudi Arabia over near the Gulf of Aqaba. Um, he's doing it because oil is not becoming, is not maintaining its position as a dominant dollar in the world economy. So that's why I said, okay, make world tourism, you know, a great thing toward Saudi Arabia for Atlantis and stuff like that. And personally, I'd like to see that because it will reveal a lot of archaeology about Atlantis and the advanced culture it was in the time of the biblical record of it, where the giants, um, you know, did uh, mate with uh, our women. How they did, I'm not sure the, the, the mechanics of it, because giants obviously are pretty big, uh, you know, but um, yeah, yeah. It, it happened somehow, I'm not sure. But um, I, I've been looking over in, in Israel. Let me see if I've got that thing. I think I do. Yeah, slide 23 is an overview. Is it there? Not found. Okay, I knew that. Uh, not found. Okay, well, we can't look at that slide there anyway. But what I was going to show was in, in the Middle East there, uh, southeast of the Sea of Galilee in Israel there, but on the Jordan side. Southeast is a little town called Gadara or Gades, G-A-D-E-S. And this is the exact name of one of the kings of Atlantis, one of the five sets of twins that were born to, you know, to Poseidon and his wife, Cleito. And they said that was the gateway to Atlantis, and it, that uh, Hercules uh, had uh, wanted to go across into Atlantis, and so he had cleaved the mountain in half there at Gades uh, to make a pathway into uh, Atlantis. Um, it's in a different location than I, than I discovered, or thought I'd discover anyway, of the gateways, the pillars of Hercules, into Saudi Arabia and into the, what, the Mediterranean joined to the... Uh, Persian Gulf. Uh, I looked at it there at the port of Antioch instead. And I may still be right, but uh, I'm finding evidence that supports the theory that, or the hypothesis, that the giants recorded in the biblical accounts were real and were products of crossbreeding that occurred in Atlantis, where the fallen angels, you know, and, and 11 other locations around the planet where they bred with our women and bred with our animals and things to make all sorts of chimera type beings. Um, and it's just, it underscores it's close, you know, in time, it's close that we saw the giants there because they were, you know, they were there at the beginning of the Exodus and they frightened the Israelis because they're, they're, they were so big, they couldn't fight them, they didn't think. Um, and, and these occurred, you know, uh, before the flood. And it's, it's, and the flood, we're pretty sure, you know, when that happened and at 1450 BC or whatever, but it could be at different dates. But still, these things did happen in Saudi Arabia. And now that Saudi Arabia is kind of rising to power in the Middle East, it makes you wonder whether, uh, you know, Satan has got his hooks into them uh, to drive toward a new world government. Don't know. But, you know, uh, yeah. what you said, okay, just what you said. And if you think about, folks, if you think about the Arab Spring that happened and the shift of power that was uh, contrived in the Middle East, um, th that's a very interesting what you said is extremely interesting. And, and you know what, Stan, I, I'm going to tell you, I believe 100% your finds are accurate based on everything I've researched. Uh, folks, go to standeo.com, standeo.com, D-E-Y-O, link in the program description box for all of the information. EMP Shield is also linked off there, but uh, uh, Stan's books, his products, is, uh, and, as well as Holly's too. Uh, we're out of time, my brother. I want to thank you so much. Well, tell your, tell your listeners that EMP Shield has a sale on at the moment. Go to the homepage and have a look at it. Okay. All right. It's All right. a good time to buy. Thank you, Stan. God bless you. God, God bless, bless you, Holly. You. Have a good have a good day. Night. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Folks, that'll do it for me uh, today, tonight, uh, whatever day and time it is. Um, 
tomorrow full show um rest of the week full show got a surprise for you on thursday steve quayle is going to be with me on thursday as well as the following week uh monday good night everyone